Spavi. We are the Markout Movie Podcasters on this Friday the 13th, and we have experienced all the thrills and chills of Friday the 13th because, Brandon, our equipment has not worked for an hour. No, it hasn't, Aaron. <laughs> he couldn't hear me for the first 20 minutes, and then his camera went out when he could hear me, so... An hour later, here we are. <laughs> and uh, and I had to do an update on my computer. It's craziness. So, but I'm here. Brandon's here. And today, Brandon, tell them what we're doing. We are reviewing the 2007 comedy classic, as Aaron put it earlier, Wild Hogs, starring Wild Tim Hogs. Allen. Yep, starring Tim Allen, my personal favorite, John Travolta, William H. Macy, Martin Lawrence and Ray Liotta. Yep. And uh, let's, show him, let's show him a little bit of it. No, I've got your paperwork. Have you read it? You're not going to push me around. Don't insult me. Don't insult me. Money's never a problem. You listen to me. You just have to honor the correct price. You got that? What? <gasps> then go home, Toby. You make me sick. I can't do this many leaves for 10 bucks. Grow up, Toby. Mac, open internet, please. Command unknown. I think I have to research alternative specs. Searching alternative sex. What? Listing. No, shut down. Barnyardlove.net. Abort. Funwithfruit.com. Oh, snap. A softball pitch. You think you're good at this? <laughs> oh. Get me a snow cone. Wow. This is it. A road trip. I can't get off work. Come on, guys. What do we have to look forward to anymore? In my day, ladies stayed home, not the lazy men. In your day, the men were busy building pyramids. I think you all need this trip. This spring, they may not know how to ride. I gotta work on the fist tapping thing. No, you gotta work on the bike riding thing. But when they hit the road, they had no idea it would hit back. She is perfect. I wanted to say something funny, but all I could think of was black jokes. Please do tell. From Touchstone Pictures, they went looking for an adventure. 
What did you do? Maybe I blew up their bar. Oh! oh I know, that was bad. And found a journey. Worlds, baby! They never forget. Never let life get too safe. Every now and then, you gotta slap the bull. This'll be interesting to see now that the bull's alert. Alert! Wild Hogs. What do we have here? Four men in a bed, spooning. Oh. You fellas don't even recognize just how lucky you are to have each other. Damn lucky. Are you wearing pants? No. It was Wild Hogs. All right, Wild Hogs came out in 2007. Um, as you can see from the intro, a group of suburban bikers, wannabes, looking for adventure, hit the open road, but get more than they bargained for when they encounter a New Mexico gang called the Del Fuegos. This movie is Brandon so uh, openly put just now. Thank you, Brandon. Tim Allen stars in this movie, John Travolta, and uh, Martin Lawrence, William, William H. Macy, Ray Liotta, Marissa Tomei, and uh, several other people It pops up in this movie. Brandon, go ahead and hit him with the numbers and tell him what's working with that. So here's the numbers. Uh, it's got a 5.8 uh, out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, Walmart.com gives it a 4.8 out of 5. 90% like this on Google. And we go on to Rotten Tomatoes. It's not so pretty over here. <laughs> Uh, on the tomato meter, it's got a whopping 14%. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. But the audience mm. score is a little bit higher. It's a lot higher, actually. It's 61%. So, you know, overall, the audience enjoyed it, right. it seems. Uh, uh, and it made a ton of money. It made over $200 million worldwide on a $60 million budget. So we never got a sequel. Nope. Um, I, I have something to say about it as far as with you, Brandon. I feel like in watching uh, John Travolta in this movie, it was like experiencing Brandon Spivey. Like, cause it's like that is the level of uh, of acting that he gave. I assume you're going to give me the uh, let's ride line. I just want to ride, man. I just ride. That's right. There you go. Um, but yeah, uh, this this is uh, this. Hey, so I remember watching the movie back in 2007 when it came out. I believe I seen it in theaters. I want to see this. I want to say this how I saw it. Uh, I might I might have seen it on home bit like uh, DVD then maybe. But I want to say I seen it, seen it in theaters. Uh, my initial response when I saw it, oh, maybe not in theaters, maybe at home video or uh, DVD. But my initial response, first of all, was seeing Martin Lawrence and. Uh, and his wife in this movie, uh, they played on the Martin the Martin Martin show, and uh, they were bitter rivals in that show. Uh, Pam and uh, and Martin hated each other. Like they always talk about each other, and it was just so weird for me to see them in this movie together as a couple, as a husband and wife. Um, but this, uh, you know, that movie I liked it then, and I actually uh, enjoyed it now still. Um, I, it reminded me of a, a lot of uh, city slickers, if you think about it, in some yeah. way. That's what kind of kind of kept coming to my mind is uh, the city slickers type of feel. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I got a city slickers 
feel when I watched it on, uh, I think it was Monday, uh, maybe it was Tuesday, uh, I got a City Slickers feel. I didn't get that feel when I originally saw it in theaters. I think I saw it with my friend Mikey uh, originally, and uh, I loved it back then. I love it today. I, I still laughed out loud. I love Woody, and I, I love that uh, Tim Howland is playing a character, and he has to go, Woody! <laughs> I just, yeah. it, it brought back Toy Story moments. I mean, but, and also, Travolta played a cowboy in Urban Cowboy, so, and he's playing, you know, it just, it's a feel-good for, for me personally, but um, there was one character, you know, actually, though, Martin Lawrence reminded me of you a little bit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> detail, I was like, that's man. Aaron. That's Aaron right there. So, <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> but um, I, I loved him. I loved him in this movie. Uh, you know, uh, it was a different side of Martin, though, because he wasn't, you know, still in scenes like he normally does. And I, I like that. He, he allowed other, Tim Allen, too, allowed the two actors to, to steal the scenes because normally, you know, comedians would steal them, you know, uh, but I, I enjoyed that Martin, Tim, a little bit more laid back here and let Travolta and William H. Macy, especially William H. Macy. I mean, I think he steals every scene he's in. I love that. Yeah. I was going to say that about, um, I was going to say that about Martin uh, in the show. Um, Martin, uh, uh, Martin, I want to get this one guy's name, uh, John C. McGinley. Uh, I know him from Scrubs, um, but he played the uh, the police officer, the uh, overly flirtatious police officer. Um, but in this in in this movie, for Martin Lawrence's character, I, um, I it was this is. This was like a soft launch, relaunch of Martin Lawrence's career. Uh, he, at this point in his career, has not not really had big films like. So he obviously Bad Boys was one of his biggest films uh, at one point uh, in the '90s. I want to say it's in the '90s, and then Bad Boys Two, and then you know, um, and then uh, he also had like Blue Streak, which is something I, I enjoy. Blue Streak, and uh, he had. Um, you know, Black Knight, which wasn't as good as people, you know, it wasn't a really great movie. I don't think movie. I've I, seen that. I don't yeah, think I've seen um, that one. I know but, what it is, but I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, uh, but, you know, his, but his career seemed like it was on a bit of a slump. So this was, and I could be wrong, Brandon, you can correct me if, I was wrong, if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is the first time us seeing Martin in a long time in this movie, at that point in, in 2007. Uh, well, four years prior, he did do Bad Boys too, but he did take a break. Yeah. Between, uh, I don't know if it was Life with Eddie Murphy, but I know he took a break at a certain point until he did Bad Boys too. And then it, it Life felt like was he took like break. I want to say Life was in '99 or uh, yeah. might have been in early. It's early 2000s. Life was. But um, maybe he didn't take a break. Maybe his films just you know weren't that great. I mean, I know he did National Security with Steve Zahn. I, I don't recall the year exactly, but I remember that. I know yeah. he did feel Big Mama's House one, two, and three. Oh yeah, he 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 got he got he got stuck in the loop of doing Big Mama's movies, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I would say uh, so. Two thousand one was Black Knight. 
2003 was National Security. Uh, Bad Boys 2 was 03. So he's really hot in 03, really. 2005, Rebound, Big Mama's House 2 is in 06. He did a voice in Open Season. Uh, he did, and then Wild House was in 2007. So at that point in his career, you know, Big, Bob, Big Mama's House wasn't as, you know, good as obviously Big Mama's House 1 was. But, uh, but yeah, so he, but this was like a resurgence for him. Another thing I want to point out was this is the first film. It's funny because we just seen uh, Hubie Halloween. Uh, not too long ago, but it's great. This is the first film that we really started to see a comedic Ray Liotta. Not, but he wasn't playing it comedically. He's playing, it, he's playing yeah. it serious, but you know, and he's a scary individual. I don't I know. Him. Something about Ray Liotta scares the hell out of me. Uh, like, <laughs> but like, I, I love, I love Ray, uh, and he's great in this movie. Uh, he's so funny. Uh, I love the ending, but we'll get that. Yeah. But I love him, his character when he pops up, you know, he, he, he's like a person. He's a, I wouldn't want to mess with him in a bar or on the street or anywhere. I mean, he's a real serious dude in this movie, which he's serious in just about every film he does. But I wouldn't want to mess with him, especially in this because he, he takes his biker seriousness. You know, he's very serious about his manhood, his bikerhood, his. Mm-hmm. And he, he sees these wild hogs as phonies and he wants to embarrass them. And uh, right. he does a really good job of that. <laughs> and uh, so this movie, so let's go ahead and get into a little bit of it. Uh, for those that haven't seen this, it's spoilers heavy because, you know, it's, it's like 2007, guys. We'll catch up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the and if y'all want to comment on Facebook or anything, please feel free to comment. We will see them. We will put them up there. We will you know, talk about it, discuss it. We're here for you. Anyway, uh, so it starts off with um, uh, Tim Allen's character and uh, John Travolta's characters. All of them are pretty much in a, not a midlife crisis, but they're in a place where they feel like city slickers, like Bill, Billy, uh, Bill Crystal in that movie. They feel like they're in a slump. And where in this movie, I would say the, uh, the, um, uh, Dan, come on, what's his name? City Slickers. Um, the uh, second Stern. guy. The, yeah, yeah, Dan Stern. Danny Stern. Uh, uh, I feel like Martin Lawrence was his character in this movie. Uh, like his, He was in a slump in his marriage and his relationship. His wife, he says, he mentions that his wife talks at him instead of talks to him. Um, he got a mother-in-law that was uh, very highly critical of them. And in that regard, it reminded me a lot of Grown Ups and, uh, and uh, West Name's character, um, Chris Rock's character in Grown Ups. It reminded me of that, you know, with his mother-in-law and stuff there. Yeah. But, and he has kids. Um, one of them doesn't really communicate and the other uh, daughter wants to go out and I don't know, be, do that, be, be grown, I guess. But, um, so all this is going on in his career, his life, uh, he's, he's, he's out of work and, um, he, he, you know, his wife wants to return to the firm, which is a plumbing company where they, uh, clean up poop and stuff and plumb. Uh, so, and then you got William H. Macy, which, uh, this was really, he's a serious actor. 
And it's the opposite of Ray Liotta in the sense of Ray Liotta, you typically don't see him playing in comedies, uh, but it was really great to see him in this comedy. Uh, but it was great to see uh, it's, it was great to see William H. Mason, William H. Mason play in a comedic type of role. Uh, like, and he played opposite the roles he usually plays. You know what I mean? I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved him in this. Uh, you know, he can't, you know, basically his character can't okay. talk to women. But, uh, you know, you all right? Yeah, you're okay. You froze for a moment. Oh, well, uh huh. <laughs> Friday the 13th, man. It's Friday the 13th. It's, it's serious business here on here, the podcast. I mean, it's, it's trying to kill us here. It really is trying to take us out. Freddy, it is. It is. It is. Freddy. Lord, but, uh, that's a rookie mistake. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but William H. Macy, I agree with you that he usually takes on serious roles. And in this one, he gets, you know, he gets to be the lovable guy that has difficulty talking to women. And when he tries to, something horrible always goes wrong. <laughs> like in the like in the coffee shop, I'm assuming it was like a coffee shop. He's turn, telling him to turn his computer on and it turns on something else, which is very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is in the trailer that you showed, so they gave that away. If you have not seen yeah. it, yeah, the trailer, the trailer, the trailers back then, I guess, really did give away stuff. I didn't realize how much it gave away. It gave away the whole movie essentially. Uh, but um, and so that's where he is. Uh, you can tell, tell tell us where your boy Johnny's at. Where's Travolta? Oh, Travolta! You know, you you meet him, and you're like, okay, he's going through. He's going through the. I think of all the people in this movie, he is really going through the midlife crisis. <laughs> you find out his his model wife has left him, uh, wants a divorce. He's going to lose his house. You think he's talking to an adult on the phone named Toby, but it's actually like a 10-year-old kid who's supposed to be raking his yard for $10, and he's wanting to raise the, the price. And it's like, grow up, Toby. Grow up. I have to do the hand because that's what he does. <laughs> Oh, Toby, you know, I just, <laughs> he played it so well. He, he played right. it so well. I mean, but yeah, he's going through that and he's wanting a, a, an adventure. You know, he, he's he's fed up with life. He wants his gang, his wild hogs to go on a ride. You know, he just wants to ride, man. He, he just wants to ride. ride. He just wants to ride. You know? um, and uh, then you have Tim Allen, who who is a dentist. And uh, he... Um, he pretty much feels like he has a he has a panic attack, anxiety attack because of stress in his life. Uh, you know, he starts eating. The dinner scene is, is pretty hilarious, but he's eating and saying, "I eat this and do what I want." I do, you know, <laughs> you know. And he has like he ends up in the hospital because he has a, a panic attack. Um, and so, you know, they all have uh, their own separate things and their crew. Uh, they're a biker gang that um, that that you know rides together. Real quick, I want to mention this. So, top billing in this movie is Tim Allen. John Travolta gets third, second billing. Martin Lawrence is third. William H Macy is fourth billing in this movie. Um, it's interesting because in this time, Tim Allen was the biggest star out of all four of them, but yeah. John Travolta would have been second biggest star in 
Martin Lawrence. It's funny how where this movie hits in the decade that it that it falls into, it's funny how that's how it pans out. Tim Allen being the guy, he was on top at that point. I would argue and say Tim Allen, Tim, Tim Allen movies for the most part have always been gold. Um, for the most part, there's been a few in there, the Shaggy Dog one that wasn't as well perceived, but they for the most part has been have been pretty gold. Um, but it's interesting to see Travolta coming back in the in the fray as well at this point, along with Martin Lawrence and stuff. William H. Macy has always worked, so yeah, he's always worked. And and this is a funny thing, though. Uh, this was Travolta's last hit. Uh, he hasn't had one in 13 years. So oh, I didn't know that. Was yeah, that this one of your, also, uh, yeah, this is like his resurgence again. Uh, then, but also his last hit, uh, which there was supposed to be a sequel. Uh, they say it didn't happen because of Old Dogs, the Travolta Robin Williams movie. It flopped hard. It was critically panned as a just. It was a disaster. Uh, so they blame that on. I don't understand that really though. What's it got to do with this movie? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it has. I think it's just an excuse because around the same time they were supposed to do Wild Hogs too. His son died. I think they just. Said, well, old dogs didn't do well, so we're not going to move forward with Wild Hogs. I would love to. I would love to see, uh, kind of like as we mentioned with another City Slickers. I love to see it now uh, yeah, with, with them now because they were they were in their. I would say they were in their late thirties, early forties, maybe maybe even their forties, probably forties, uh, early forties. I, I would say maybe Tim maybe was fifty. Oh, at the at the oldest. Uh, I would say everyone else was in their 40s or early or late 30s. But uh, I know Travolta was in his 40s. I know. Well, William H. Macy has looked old for his entire life. So, uh, you know, uh, that guy, hey, if you ever want to see, um, if you ever want to see William H. William H. Macy in a movie when he's really young, uh, check out, uh, check out uh, the, the Last Dragon. He's in that movie. He's very young. He's probably, that movie? You're like, hey, that's William H. Macy. Yeah. Who's he play? I, I want to say it's William H. I might be wrong. I want to say it's William H. Macy in uh in uh The Last Dragon. Um uh, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Um I'm gonna try to look up Last Dragon real quick, but as I'm as I'm talking, uh so they go to this their little biker bar and it's funny. Um it's funny to see um, it's, it's it's funny to see the difference between the biker bar that they in their suburban community versus the uh, Del Fuego's biker bar, because uh, their biker bar is more like a Buffalo Wild Wings type of deal. You know, it's like a there's motorcycles and stuff, but everybody like the dude from uh, what's that one show? He's on there. I, uh, I, I, never, I never watched the show. Huh? Yeah, I never watched it either. Um, but I do have it. Let's see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was right. William H Macy is in the Last Dragon. I was wrong, he, I was not right. He plays like a producer or something. Uh, he's like he's like uh, or he he plays um, Vanity's uh, manager. I knew it was him. And he didn't have a mustache. You you know you used to see William with the mustache or very. Old and gray. 
But yeah, the, the show was the, the show was called American Chopper. Yeah. So yeah, that so guy's I, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, they both are actually. Uh, I didn't reckon. I didn't see his son. His son's in there. Yeah. He's at the bar. I think he's serving the drinks. Uh, he's only in it for like a split second. The other guy's the one that actually does a little bit of a talking. But yeah, he, he, yeah, they were in it. Uh, but yeah, I had no idea William H. Macy was in that movie. I've seen that movie. Yeah. I don't have any I, time. That's a little uh, for you all, for people that if you ever want to see Last Dragon, go and watch a movie. It's not bad. My buddy Ken Whelan loves Last Dragon. Uh, I love it. Shout out to you, Ken. Uh, yeah, I like it too. It's, it's good, it's fun, fun schlock, man. Um, but all right. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so they decide to go on this ride, this uh, road trip across the the country. First thing they do is destroy their phones, uh, which John just kicks it off by. Destroying. I'm gonna call them by the real names. So John is kicked it off uh, by destroying uh, Tim Allen's phone, um, and uh, and then everybody destroyed everybody else's devices. And William H Macy throws it at a, a, a big truck, big rig. But they go on the road, and uh, yeah. on the road, uh, they a lot of they get to his camping place, this place where they can stop, and. Um, and they light a tent on fire, and they end up having to spoon one another in order to stay yeah. warm at night. And that's when we get introduced to um, – I, 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 I had not pulled up, but I wouldn't pull somebody else up. Let me get to him. Brandon might not have him in front of him. Uh, Kat, uh, what's your boy's name? Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm spinning out. Give it to me, Brandon. Well, no, I don't have it on me, but uh, Brandon don't have it either. All right, Aaron's gonna find it. John, though, he's on John there. McKinley. Yeah, there you go. I know his uh, name. I just uh, uh, yeah, John, John C. C. McGin McGinley. McGinley. Yeah. yeah, he pops up as a uh, police officer, uh, and uh, he's like, he says, "I got four counts of indecent exposure, four counts of." Uh, uh, Doing something in a public place and three counts of this and that, that, that. he says, and one count of color me jealous, <laughs> you know, and 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 you realize, oh lord, he's, he's you know, and he's looking at William H Macy who is in his tidy whities and uh, and he's all there, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, uh, but I thought I love this character, um, I loved him playing this type of character in in the movie in. You know, in uh, Scrubs, he's so serious, and you know, he's a doctor and stuff. He's so serious type of dude. Um, and in uh, other stuff, you know, he's kind of that same level. But this one, I love seeing him playing against against his type a bit. And, you know, uh, it just I love that guy. I love seeing him pop up and stuff. So uh, yeah, he's, every he's, time he's on screen, he kind of stole the show. He stole stole the scene. Yeah, I mean, he, he steals. He, the twice twice that he's on there, he steals it. Uh, I love it when they're in the like the river. I guess it's a river. Uh, it's like you know, a little uh, uh, like a, quir a quarry, quarry yeah. or something. Like a little lake. And that family shows up, and they're all like, "No, you don't want to get in here." Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they're all naked at that point in time because of William H Macy. You mm -hmm. know, 
And uh, I'm like, okay. So the father. Because <laughs> they said, what they said, there's crawdads. In, uh, there's crawdaddies uh, in yeah. the water. He and said, oh, he let me go get one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he swims over. Go ahead. But anyway, when the, the dad looks at, I think it was Travolta. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, what he does is he swims over and he goes looking because he says there's stuff in there. Y'all want to swim? And then like, like, they're, like they're naked. And, and the kid and the father's like, hey, put your hands out like this and let your, let my son jump into it. He says, no, no, you don't want him to do that. And then, and then like the dad gets in there and he's like, oh, there's crowd ads. Let me see if I can find one. And he goes, he swims over to the Travolta and like tugs on that his hand. And then like, and then he's just looking at him. And uh, he's like, oh, he says, kids, get in the car, get in the car. And then she's like, what? It's so nice and lovely here. And then she sees that they're all their drawers are out. And like, oh, yes, let's get, get come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And um, who pops up again? John. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I seen your bikes over there, and I figure, you know, what the heck? And he's, is he already naked, or did he already drop? Yeah, he's naked. <laughs> he's already naked. Man, no, and then like, right. he's like Marco Polo. He, was, so, like, no, he wanted to play like chicken. Oh, Lord, no, that'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's we a don't hilarious want, scene, we don't want though, that on man, our, uh, Nobody wants that on their back. Nobody wants that on their neck. Sorry. <laughs> They don't want that on neck, back, legs, or anything. Nope. They don't want that. We get they really, I mean, they don't. And go ahead and get some like next how, oh. oh, go ahead. Well, I was I'm just going to say, I like how they, because uh, at the time, it was very heavily rumored that Travolta was gay. So I love that he was playing off this. You know, I just, you know, I, I just thought it was hilarious that he was kind of making fun of himself, if it is true. And, you know, he, you know, he was just having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah like, he was. Um, yeah. No, he was. Uh, but yeah, um, and then so they ride and they get to uh, <laughs> another part. They get to the del del fuegos. Yeah, they get there. <laughs> the bar. Yeah, they get there. All right. So <laughs> this is somebody I want to mention. All right. So there's two people to mention. That is a part of the Del Fuego gang. One is uh, Kevin Durand. Uh, he was he played Red, the big scary biker guy. Uh, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh, I just recognized him immediately. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. I want to name a few things that this man was in. Uh, all right, so he was in uh, Fruit Vow Station. Uh, he, was in, uh, uh, he was in. He was in Real Steel. Uh, Robin Hood is Little John. He's been in Lost several episodes of Lost. X Men Origins Wolverine. He was in that movie. His uh, Fred Dukes. Um, but he's been in a lot of different movies. But I recognize him immediately. Uh, because he's he's still in, in Walking Tall. He's been yeah, in Walking Tall. Is when I noticed him. That's when I really noticed him the, originally. Because uh, him and The Rock had pretty good chemistry in that movie, more so than Neil McDonough. Um, but yeah, that's that's the movie I I 
picked up that, okay, this guy's going to be something down the road. He's a good character actor. He's going to be something down the line. And he's, he's great in Wild Hogs as this dumb biker. And it's, they can kick some butt, too. Uh, but he's so stupid. I love him. <laughs> and I want to mention another guy, MC Ganey. MC Ganey, you might see him in a lot of stuff, but I bet you remember him in my one of my favorite movies of Nicolas Cage, Conair as Swamp Thing. He uh, he's terrific in this movie. Well, well, every time I w- looked at him in this, I immediately thought Swamp Thing. No, he's uh, also the original Mighty Ducks. It's a limo driver. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. realize that. Yeah. Uh, he's been in. Oh, he's been in a lot of things, man. Uh, he uh, Father's Day. He was in. Uh, uh, that movie he is in Walking Dead as a walker. I didn't realize that. Okay, he's been it's in a lot of stuff. Um, Beer Fest. Uh, he just he, he has a he has a look about him. Club Dread. So he's really he's really good with the uh, uh, lizard lizard guys. But yeah, um, he's in it. He's in the biker gang. And there's other people that I kind of thought I recognized, like that little there's an Asian dude that does like martial arts. I recognize him. Bowhead Asian dude, short guy, very muscular. He's been in a lot of stuff. I can't tell you his name, <laughs> but I recognized him. Um, but yeah, uh, but of course, the biggest Del Fuego of them all, Ray freaking Leota. Uh, man, he 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 he's believable as a biker. He's believable as a mobster. He's believe he's just such. He could he plays a cop in something before. He's so believe he's such. Ray Liotta is probably on my list as one of my favorite actors to ever live. Um, oh, yeah. The guy is just so he's and he's so underrated, man. He's actually really know. good, man. As far as bringing uh, a character to life with that has intensity, I don't think anyone does it better than him. Uh, he is so intense in his roles, and I would say the only guy that maybe Denzel or uh, like Robert De Niro. But Ray's got a special kind of intensity that I, I, I've always been drawn to. You know, when he's, he's in a movie, it's like, I want to see where he goes with this character. Even if I'm not liking the movie, I, I do want to see where he goes because he always brings his A game. And I love his intensity. And I agree with you. He's a very underrated actor. Uh, doesn't get the respect he deserves, in my opinion. But yeah, he's, he's great. He's awesome. I praised you enough, Ray. <laughs> yeah, well, we can. Not, I can't. Uh, I can't not praise you enough, Ray. But anyway, um, so they get to this bar and they have a run in with these people. Um, uh, Ray Liotta's character uh, tries to um, scam uh, William H Macy's character um, out of out of a out of a his bike. Um, and try to trade them like a piece of junk that had, needs to be fixed. Um, and essentially, they steal it. They steal his bike and send him off with, with Travolta in a sidecar. Um, but, oh, oh Travolta did not take that lying down, did he, Brandon? Oh, it's Travolta. <laughs> He's not going to take that lying down. He's going to go back to that bar. He's going to blow up the bar, coincidentally. He doesn't do it on purpose, <laughs> but yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get that bike back. He's gonna um, cut their gas. His line. problem though, his problem, because he didn't want them to follow him if they did catch him in the act. So uh, you know, he kind of 
Well, what what did he use to to cut to it? The, the gas line. The gas line. Yeah, he was cutting the gas line. I forget what he cut it with though. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think that was important. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> well, I just wanted to be specific, Bob. Specific. <laughs> Quoting phenomenon now. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm a true Travolta Mark here. But, yeah, he's, he's cutting the, the gas line, and so they can't follow him. And once they – he goes back, he, he's got the bike. And I love what Tim Allen says, though. It's like – because I think William H. Macy asks, should we follow him? Tim Allen says, we should. But we won't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he comes back, and they're all wondering how he got the bike back. So he created this story. It's like, oh, I went to him. I said we would sue their butts if they, you know, came after us. But you know, it just—he's so into the moment. He's, he's full of it, but he's so into the moment. Like he's getting them to believe that he put them in their place, and he didn't do nothing <laughs> but, but cut the gas and then, line. And then, but, and then he asked. Uh, then Tim said, "Well, is it okay to ride back that way?" And they're like, he's like, yeah, yeah. They actually said we can't ride back that way. So here they come riding up the road. Nobody is aware. So you got them looking at them, nodding at them and stuff like that. Like, it's almost as if, like, yeah, we don't care about what you said. We're going to do what we're going to do. And then, like, you even got William H. Macy waving. And then you got, yeah, he's waving. You got uh, Travolta flipping the bird. And um, yeah, it's great. And then the Del Rey is hot, though. Right. Ray Ray Liotta gets hot. <laughs> I think he's spider in this because he has spider yeah, tattoo. So. I think he needs spider. Yeah, yeah, he gets hot, so he's like he's no he's, Jack. He's, Sorry, no Jack. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, you're right, Jack. But he gets hot. He's <laughs> I love it. He's sitting on his bike, he's trying to start it up. He realizes, you know, his his gas has been cut, and he drops his cigarette, but. And it, it starts a fire and it blows up the the the, the bar. And it just, I was like, and Travolta's like, yeah, he's looking at his oh, rear view and he sees that <laughs> the explosion. And he and uh and so the guys stop at this gas station and they like, uh, no, 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 <laughs> this is this is when we get this line. No, no, let's ride. I just want to ride, man. I just want to ride. Let's ride. Come on, open road, man. No stopping. No stopping. Let's ride. So. They're like, all right, let's ride. And they ride, and it's uh, last gas for 200 miles. And next thing you know, they're walking in the desert. Uh, There should have been a sign. There should have been a sign. There was. There was a truck in front of the sign. (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's great. And then they finally do arrive in this little town. Mandrid, I believe, is the name of it. Madrid. Madrid. Mandrid, yeah. But... uh, and they think they're what are they called? Del Wagos? Del Fuegos. Yeah. You you the, said the it. The fire <laughs> something like some type of fire. It's, it's yeah, but they uh the town <laughs> thinks they're part of the gang too. And uh I I just it was you know, of course Tim says we're not part of those, you know, uh maybe said arseholes or something. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure the exact line he said, but you know, we're not part of them. You know, we put them in their place. They won't bother you no more. Um, so it was it was a fun little uh, scene to get to that point. Uh, and once they got there, uh, you know, they're just enjoying the town. You know, and Travolta's like, oh, but Travolta always <laughs> enjoying the town, but Travolta, and that's yeah, he, and that made he knows that's what made coming. for the comedy of it though, because uh, Travolta knows what's coming for him. 
And instead of coming out and being like, yeah, man, we need to go because – and they would have left if they knew that uh, Del Fuegos was coming after them. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't know this. So they're like, yeah, let, no, let's just enjoy our time, man. Let's These people are so nice and they're so friendly here. You know, um, they have a sheriff uh, in town. Uh, sheriff play, is played by Ned the Head. Uh, yeah. You know, you me, what Ned. What do you think of the deputies, though? Oh, the twins. These guys, I'm going to be real. I don't like them as actors in nothing. I just, I don't know what it is. I just don't like the twin guys. But I know Jason Sklar and Randy Sklar, Earl and Earl and Buck Dewey, the double. Do you think they look like Rick Grimes from season one? They kind of do. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't think about I that one, but they do. It was his twins. <laughs> but they yeah, have this reoccurring joke with uh, one of them that has the air just blown off. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I kind of agree with you. I didn't find them funny. I just I thought it was more funny. They look like Rick Grimes than anything they did in the movie. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, I like the, the slap the bull uh, they have because oh. uh, you, you actually slap a bull. And, you know, of course, uh, Travolta does it first. So no issues. And they and Tim Allen's getting ready to do it. And they're like, we never seen it done twice. So now he's Come alert. We're going to see how he responds. Of course, uh, I think it's William H. Macy and uh, Travolta's like, they look at each other and like, oh, no. And uh, he slaps the bull, and the bull's very alert. He's chasing them, and Travolta, I think, went, maybe no. Are they all three there at that point? All three. Oh, all but William. Everybody's there. Okay, okay. It was Martin that was there then. Okay. They're all chasing them, and <laughs> I think they're going to get out. Martin gets hit. Oh, well, they get out. They get out. Uh, well, uh, Tim gets hit. Uh, I think Tim gets, yeah, Tim hit, gets hit in, in there. And then, like, they go, the, they go in there, they save them. They pull him out. They go through the door, and then the bull undoes the latch. And yeah. uh, Martin is walking, and then the bull hits Martin, and he does this like uh, prat fall thing in the air, yeah. which you know. Uh, the, so this is a two thousands comedy, so it's very dated in that sense. Like a lot of the jokes and a lot of the the delivery and things like that is is a is a is a a keen, I don't know if that's a word, but it was for that time frame. You know what I mean? Like a lot of comedies had that type of structure, had that type of uh, like com like jokes and, and you know like lampooning type of jokes like that. But um, but you know it was it was what it was. But uh, they're in this town, and uh, so back at the Del Fuego's headquarters, Ray Liotta is telling his guys split up. We're going to find them. There's a town here and there's a town there. Y'all go in Paris and try to find them and, and don't do anything to them. Hold them for me because I want to get there and I'm going to I'm gonna destroy them and, you know, their butt is mine or whatever. Um, and so Swamp Thing and Big Guy, I'm going to just call them that. They go to Red is his name. I remember the name. So Swamp Thing and Red, I'm going to call him Swamp Thing, though. So Swamp Thing and Red decides to go to uh, – Madrid, uh, Madrid, and they find them there, and they're at a, uh, a, a carnival, right? A festival or something there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Marissa told well, they me... They served the hottest chili. Served the hottest chili, and that's, and that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. We're to, I'll let you talk about that, but 
which is this is the segue to that. So Marissa Tomei, my favorite. Woo, Marissa Tomei. Hey, Marissa Tomei is ageless. This lady doesn't age, man. Uh, she even back in Spider-Man stuff recently, she she looks good uh, for her age. Um, just it's Marissa Tomei, man. You, what can you say about Marissa? I love Marissa Tomei. I loved her ever since I first saw her in uh, in my cousin Vinny. I've been a fan of hers ever since. Uh, so it was great to see her. I, see, is watching this movie again was like watching it for the first time again because I, I forget some of these people that were in the movie. And I'm like, oh man, I didn't realize she was in this. But um, but yeah, so it, she serves the hottest chili. Uh, so hot, somebody's throat bled the last year they did it. So, uh, Brandon, segue, go. Well, yeah, so they're serving the hottest chili. So, William H. Macy's going to take some chili and he's going to attempt to talk to her as well because uh, he, he's got a little crush on her. And, you know, he can't handle the chili. He gets real hot. And it's like, do you need something for that? <laughs> this is, mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> no, it, it was just. Uh, I, I like to see. I you know I love their chemistry, though. Really, uh, it, it 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 was believable to me with William H Macy, Marissa Tomei, those characters bonding. You know, it was it was believable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Did you have some of that chili? I may have. <laughs> uh, I want to say this real quick um, about Marissa. Well, about William H Macy, his character, and this movie does this uh, in a sense of. With all four of the Wild Hogs, really, it has, they do, the characters have an arc. You know, they all have an arc in some sense. William H. Macy at the beginning, as Brandon was talking about, he was in a, he was in a coffee shop on a computer, and he's trying to do this, but he is really trying to impress a woman that's sitting over there. But he has issues trying to talk to him and try to impress him and being suave. And so he, he foopaws it up and, uh, gets uh, sex things. You've seen it at preview. Gets sex things on the computer or whatever. Uh, so you have that. Uh, so he has issues. So him at the end, finally, and we're going to get there, Brandon, but the end, we see that he actually has grown as a character. Um, and I could say the same thing. I would say the same thing for all other characters in this movie. Yeah, they all eventually grow at the end. I mean, Martin stands up to his wife. Uh, Woody finally stands up and fights for something <laughs> instead of trying to run away because that's all he's been doing throughout the whole movie is running away from his problems. But he finally stands up and fights. Uh, you know, I think the only one, you know, it, it, and Tim Allen is Billy Crystal in this movie. If you're, you're going to yeah. compare the two, Diddy Slickers in this, he is Billy's character. You know, he, he feels like something's missing. But I mean, I feel like City Slickers did it better with him with that character arc mm -hmm. than they did in Wild Hogs. But it didn't really need. He didn't really need, you know. I mean, he he needed to find himself again. That old, you know, the youngster, you know, that that wasn't afraid. Yeah, he to do was anything. wild. He was yeah. He was uh, oh, he would rock, play eighties rock, and yeah, they needed, said that he would do this. He's just a wild man, man. And he just needed to find himself again, and he he does that in the end. And they, you know, they the Del Fuegos, whatever they're called, Del Fuegos, Del Fuego, Del Fuego, Del Fuego. I'm gonna sound like I have lisp. 
<laughs> Del Fuego. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sound like just like Jim Carrey and the cable guy. Don't do it. Don't do it. But anyway. <laughs> Del Fuego. <laughs> anyway, they end up coming into town and they're wanting to fight. And the only one that really will fight is William H. Macy at this point in time, is because you know he they got his girl. They got his girl's diner, so he's gonna go fight them. Um you know, he gets caught. And so Travolta and them and, and uh, Tim Allen and Martin Lawrence come up with a plan. Something they do, well, done. We, in we the, skip, well, you're skipping a little bit real quick. So, <laughs> so the night before, they were at the carnival and two of the oh, – yeah. uh, the, Yeah, I forgot Fuegos. Martin's big moment. Martin's yeah. big moment. And so uh, John noticed him. Uh, Woody, Woody noticed him. Uh, and was like, oh Lord, they're here, they're here. We we need to leave, <laughs> like, because he he would say, oh, yeah, we can stay here, but let's park the bikes in the back somewhere and maybe in a bar and close the door, nobody can see them, you know. Uh, and so he wants to lay low, play Scrabble, lay low. Um, but uh, but the guys show up and then they uh radio that they're there and then but while they're there, they're being unruly, they unruly, they, you know, stealing people's beers, pouring it on people. Uh, just causing ruckus, being ugly and mean. And um, Martin Lawrence was like, oh, he he does it under the false pretense that John Travolta has already yelled at them and corrected yeah. them for their behavior. So he's like, oh, you did it last time? Don't worry, I got it this time. So his, and he doesn't have confidence. He doesn't stand up to his wife. He doesn't have the confidence. Uh, but he has this false confidence because he, he gets it from uh, a false pretense that John has already done this. Woody's already done did this. So um, he goes up. He's like, hey, listen here, crackers. <laughs> you know, he's a, and he just really glazed in on a man and, and goes to town and uh, kicks them in the nuts and sprays ketchup and mustard on them. And uh, just really, he becomes, he is his, the most Martin Lawrence that he is in this movie is right here. He's really Martin. He's Martin in it up and, you know, the funny faces. Um, but that's this was his time, as Brandon said, this was his time to really shine in this part. Um, but that's what happened. And, and the town celebrates them, celebrates them. And the next day, go ahead, Brandon, kick it back off. Next day, the Del Fuegos show up and um, wreak havoc. Uh, they they they're wanting this Wild Hogs gang to take their medicine. They they destroyed their bar, and you know, of course, they uh, Tom not Tom uh, Tim thinks Woody took care of this, and he explains he didn't exactly take care of it. And he's like, "Oh, what what really happened then?" He says, "Well, I accidentally blew up their bar." <laughs> Mm -hmm. I saw. Oh, so they just want to kill us. <laughs> so yeah. So then that's when William H Macy gets up the nerve to go solo into that into the diner to fight them, and uh, he he fails miserably. And they ended up wrapping him up in a tape and uh, in a rope. Yeah, had a rope, and and that's when Woody and Tim Allen get together and, and try to form something they did in yesteryear and uh, some kind of, what was it? Golden Knight. Yeah, the uh, Golden Knight. 
But then be uh, able to go tonight. <laughs> Do it with more gusto. But uh, but I love that about. I, I don't want to shine over that real quick. But William H Macy's character is the first one that shows enough confidence to go out there and stand up for his woman yeah. and, and protect her bar. Because she said that's all she has left. Uh, but nobody else is trying to go out there to stop them from wrecking wrecking the place. And so he goes out there. Um, and Ray Liotta says, "You got some. You got some guts. Or you're really brave, but you're also really stupid. A really stupid thing you did. The only way Ray Liotta can say it, the only way he can deliver the line, uh, just what you did was really brave, but also really stupid. Something like that. Um, it just you can tell the way that he delivered that line. You can tell that Ray Liotta has respect for him for William H Macy's character at that moment." But nevertheless, he still got to pay. And oh, yeah, so, he got to pay. He blew up the bar. Well, not technically, but, you know, they are responsible. Well, Woody is responsible for the bar being blown up. But It wouldn't have happened if Ray wasn't a smoker. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have happened if Ray wasn't a smoker. So it technically is Ray's fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, so anyway, they get up the nerve to – try to save their friend and uh it doesn't go according to plan because tim thinks the rope's gonna break and it don't break and he's just stuck holding uh william h macy in the air and it finally breaks and they fall down and you know they're surrounded Mm -hmm. they're gonna get the they're just gonna get their butts kicked and um you know they decide to fight though you know four on four and four, uh, four on, uh, it was, but it, it technically is four on four. I mean, they, yeah, are they didn't jump fair. them, jump them. Yeah, so uh, they, they are kind of fighting fair. They, I think it's also a respect thing that they, they finally were going to fight. I think Ray was respecting him for it, even though he wanted to kill him. He he did respect him towards the end, I do believe. What do you think? I think so. I think that uh, I think that they did, especially like they were getting their butts handed to him. But they were fighting, and they would not give up, and they kept getting back up. Um, Modern-day version of that is when Captain America kept getting up saying, I can do this all day. You know, tired, same thing. But they did it first. They came and uh, got up and uh, didn't give up um, and became a real biker gang, became a real group, not posers. They want because he kept calling them posers, and he's gonna get these posers and make these posers realize that we're real bikers, we're real MC. You are just posers, and so he was gonna do that. But they found out that uh, that these guys um, wasn't giving up, wasn't gonna back down. Um, I want to mention someone that um, that was in the movie because uh, I want to say it's him. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, the gang surrounds them and they keep, they stand up ready to fight, uh, but then somebody stops it. And what? Who was it? Peter Fonda. Yeah, the guy who founded the bar and the gang, the Del now, Fuegos. Fuegos. There you go. <laughs> now, I want to mention this. Uh, Peter Fonda. The thing about Peter Fonda. Uh, is uh, he is um, he's an actor, obviously. Uh, 
one of the movies he's most known for was back in the day. And I want to, I want to make sure that I'm right on this guys. I don't want to be wrong, but we're going to make sure I'm right on this. Uh, so Peter Fonda, I want to say that he was in, uh, is a, is a biker movie. Easy Rider. Uh, Easy Rider. Yeah. Um, Easy Rider. He was uh, an Easy Rider. So he's like, and he was the old school biker, and he's a leader, the creator of Del Fuegos. And uh, and and Ray Liotta mentions him at, uh, during the bar. He says, now that's a real biker. This guy right here, he created it, uh, Spike or something. He created it. He's da-da-da-da-da. He's that tough and blah, 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 you know. And so he talked about him. Uh, but at the end, we realized, well, that's Ray's dad. He says, thanks, yeah. Pop. And he says he gets that from his mom. And uh, I love that moment. I love that. I love the fact that that that's that's the connection. Um, and uh, and he still has the rule over the MC. He's still the leader, uh, essentially. Um, and so I love that. It, it, it was just a great moment. And then the town can uh, can rest and relax. And the, the Wild Hogs won. They won. And at the same time, a van pulls up filled with Martin Lawrence's wife and then um, Tim Allen's wife and family. And they all get set straight and everything. And they all leave. And and the movie ends with like them riding to LA, uh, California. And, um, you know, and instead of William H. Macy crashing into something, the other guys crash into something, yeah. which is great because William is usually the one that's crashing and stuff throughout the whole movie. He's the one that's doing it. And so I thought that was great, but the real ending, Brandon, let's talk about that real ending. All right, go ahead. Talk about it. All right. The real ending. So, uh, back in the day, there was a show, extreme home makeovers, uh, which was like, you know, they have a bus or something in front of a building that say, move that bus. And then they show a new place that they created. So they rebuilt by because of the wild hogs letting them know that the bar was blown up. They rebuilt the bar and made it better. They got leather. They got a leather uh, parking lot. They got bungalows. They got a. They got big. It's big. They got beer on tap. There's just a huge building and it has Del Fuegos and uh and like neon, not neon lights, but light strobing like. Whatever those lights, whatever you know those lights, yeah. the lights, those lights, Broadway lights, whatever. So you have all that happening, uh, and and at the whole time you see Ray Liotta looking mad, like you like, what is she gonna do? And then they cut to the, he says in the history of in the history of doing a show, I've never seen no one had have this type of reaction when it comes to you know you know, seeing the reveal. And uh, all of a sudden, when it cuts to like his uh, his personal interview about it, he's crying and say, oh my God, those guys, wow. I can't believe they did that. You know, he was like, so, like it was, it was great to see him go ahead and give into a comedic type of moment. And um, yeah, I, that was the true ending. Um, I think they could have yeah, that was a true ending of the movie, yeah. and uh, and I and I wish it wasn't just a 
uh, post credit scene, but it was it was the true ending of the movie, and I and I thought it was. I love to see that this gang got respect, paid them respect. You know, I just love the ending. Yeah, it's a, it's a good ending. Uh, it is funny to see Ray get all emotional like that. This real tough guy get all emotional at the end, uh, showing that he does actually have a heart. You know, and uh, it, I, I laughed, but also felt good. It was a good moment. But I laughed because he was just the tears were just flowing. I mean, it was it was it was it was cool to see. I mean, it really was. And that uh, what was his name? Um, you Red. said Red. Yeah. Just I could have saw like a spinoff movie with just his character and been so happy. <laughs> just yeah, he could love Red. Would say he would some stuff. Red yeah. would say some stuff in this movie that was so suspect. He'd be like, "Yeah, we're gonna." I just want to. Like he's like, yeah, like he, I think he mentioned eating balls or something at one point. Yeah. And, then, and then Ray's like, what? You gonna do what? You know, and he just correct him, like hit him or whatever. But um, yeah. but yeah, I would have loved it. Let all right, before we get to our marks, um, I do want to mention so if you hear something, it's the dog, and the dog is excited. All right, so um I do want to mention that if they were to make a uh uh sequel to this movie i would love to see it i would love to see them now as how older they are now the life experiences now uh in 2020 or whatever going forward and seeing the film now from that perspective um i think that would be great and then you know i think that that would be i think it would be a good good thing to see um but would you like to see that yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind uh, seeing a sequel uh, today. Um, I think I don't know if Tim would do it, but you know, I think he would be what's keeping it from getting done now. Because Martin really doesn't do all that much. Travolta doesn't really do anything. Like I think he did a Kevin Hart show, that Kevin Hart show. Uh, but you know, he's doing straight to DVD releases now. William H. Macy, I think uh, he still works, but, you know, not like he was working back then. Uh, so I think Tim really would be the focal point, whether it would get made or not. But I would love to see it, no doubt. Because I loved all the characters. I would love mm -hmm. to see where they went from there. All right. Well, let's go ahead and we're at an hour. Uh, so let's go ahead and hit them with these mark out movie meter points. All right. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, uh, Brandon, I'll let you go first, my man. All right. I'm going to give this a 4.5 on the markout meter out of 5. Uh, I still I, I, I still enjoyed it. still laughed throughout the whole movie. Um, there's some little things, little nuggets that I didn't, you know, I can't push to a 5 because I don't think it's as good as City Slickers, even though that's what I would compare it to. But it's a lot better than part two. So, uh, and I think it is a classic comedy from the mid two thousands. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the interaction with all the actors. I thought they all made each other better. Uh, you know, and it was, it was a lot of fun, still a lot of fun in 2020. I do believe. I agree. My score on this movie will be, 4.5 out of 5 as well on the markout meter. 
Yeah, I I, I want to give it five, uh, but comparing it to City Slickers is no City Slickers. Uh, City Slickers leave you with a warm feeling. It's a it's a perfect it's a perfect movie, flawless film. This movie has some flaws to it. The comedy dates itself a bit, uh, but it was still a fun movie, and I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, and it's just because of the datingness of some of the jokes is the only reason why I don't give it a five. But I enjoy it. I enjoyed everybody in it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So next week. Next week, Brandon. Yes. We're planning. I don't know what we're going to do. We're either going to do planes, trains, and automobiles or son-in-law. Because I wanted to get in a movie that was uh, Thanksgiving-themed. Um, and I'll let Brandon know sometime this week which one it's going to be. I'm going to find out which one I can get a, the availability of. I love I love Son-in-Law because I'm, I'm a big Polly fan. But, uh, yeah, I'll let you know. All right. Look forward to it. All right. Well, Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Brandon, let them know what you want to do. What? <laughs> what? what I want to do. Throughout the whole movie, you just said this. I just want to ride, man. I just want to ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>